Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Rome Business Radio. I am Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio and... I'm Jeannie Krieger with the Rome Floyd Chamber. And this is the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight coming to you via Zoom today. Um, and and uh, we are partnered with the Rome News Tribune and our studio is brought to you by Hardy Realty. But let me just go around quickly and introduce our guest, let you know who's with us. We've got Mimi Weed, who is the co-owner of Mel and Mimi, who does women's clothing in uh, downtown Rome. Lisa Smith of Rabbit's Nest of Rome, which is baby clothing and gifts, etc. We've got the Bowlings from uh, Doug's Deli, Doug and Ben. And we've also got Jeannie, of course, from the Rome Floyd Chamber and Thomas Kislat from the Rome Floyd Chamber. And Jeannie, I know you wanted to introduce Thomas and his new role. Go ahead. Absolutely. We're excited to have Thomas as uh on our new on our team, he is new to the chamber. He is a director of uh, membership and entrepreneurial development. So we're excited to have him um, part uh, to serve as part of our team. How are you enjoying your new role there, Thomas? I'm loving it. Um, it's very unique times right now, but um, it's it, and it's a, it's a challenge. It's a good challenge. So I'm 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 ready. I'm I'm I want to help the people out there and our members. Well, I just want to get a quick hello from everybody, just to make sure everybody can hear us via Zoom. Lisa, hi, how are you? Are you okay? Hey, doing great. Congratulations, Thomas. <laughs> Thanks, Lisa. Uh, Mimi, can you hear me? Everything good? Where you yeah, are? I can hear you. Everybody, yes. everybody healthy? Everybody happy through the pandemic? All uh, healthy, happy. Uh, and and lastly, the uh, the bowlings. Y'all doing okay yes. over at Doug's Deli? Yeah, we're here. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just start the conversation. This is the small business spotlight. Um, I, I guess let's just start with with you, uh, the bowlings, if you don't mind, uh, at Doug's Deli. Um, how have you adapted with um, in this pandemic of, of curbside and feeding people and things like that? And how has your business adjusted? It's It's been horrible for everybody, but especially the food service industry. It really has. Um, whenever this whole thing hit, um, somebody asked me, why didn't y'all close? And, uh, my, my first response was I just sat there and I was really quiet for a minute because that thought never came to my mind to close. Um, we're, we're, uh, very innovative and adaptive anyway. And that's just kind of our nature, kind of headstrong and stubborn, I guess. <laughs> and, uh, I guess you have to be to be an entrepreneur, but uh, we we decided that we were going to stay open and we were going to do whatever, you know, the, the requirements were. And um, we didn't close once through the whole thing. And um, it was really, it, it was trying at first because uh, it was a scary time. Six weeks ago was, it was very scary and, um, and nobody really knew what the what this pandemic was going to look like, or 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 what was going to happen. And um, but we stayed open anyway, and we were able to retain probably eighty percent of our staff. Um, and the reason being only eighty percent is we had some high school students that decided that their parents were like, no, we don't we don't want them to come to work after school or or. Uh, on Saturdays right now because because it, the times were so scary and uh, we had a couple of workers that that felt like they had some health concerns that they didn't want to be at risk and put anyone else at risk so they they chose not to come but uh, we continued to uh, 
maintain a restaurant uh, to some degree. And, and uh, we, we got very innovative and we came up with a drive through that um, uh, it was, it's something that we had been throwing around the idea, but we just knew we didn't have enough room. And, uh, but then when we were forced into the situation, we, we went with it and we said, yeah, let's try it just see how it goes. And it's been great. Um, we're working out all the kinks and still working out kinks and things, but you know, you have to do that when you adapt and innovate. And, um, so that, that's kind of where we were with all that. All right. Uh, Lisa, how have you adapted with your business model down there at rabbit's nest? Well, if you see me on a normal day, I'm always positive and upbeat and everything's great. But I'm telling you, this has been hard. It's been tough. And uh, like Doug, you've got that uh, never say die attitude. So I was, um, you know, I really never thought of closing the doors until the city told us we had to. And uh, then as soon as the governor came through with the executive order and uh, the non-essentials, if you could meet the rules uh, there, you could open back up. But a lot of people were not coming out. Uh, so, uh, and that was to be expected. You know, I have uh, three different target markets between the young moms who now became teachers. Uh, then we've got the grandmoms uh, like my age. And then we've got uh, great grands like my mom who, you know, they were uh, really needing to shelter and stay um, because of their potential health issues. And so I haven't even hugged my mom in several weeks. And uh, so I've seen her from a distance. Um, But we have, uh, you know, a lot of sleepless nights. Uh, My husband was uh, told me good night at 1.30. I was still reading on the computer. And at 6.30 in the morning, he woke up and I was reading on the computer. He said, did you sleep at all? And I said, well, yeah, I did get a couple hours in. So just trying to see what everyone else is doing, trying to decipher what the government's telling us, what the city's telling us, uh, just trying to figure out ways to reinvent myself and uh, just honestly a whole lot of prayer. Um, I feel like, um, you know, I, I can't not say that I feel like what pulled me through was a lot of prayer from uh, my Bible study group and Uh, Just people really coming through for me. I stumbled upon an idea, uh, just trying to broaden uh, my market. Uh, My moms were, like I said, at home teaching now. They're not going to get little babies out. You know, that's, you know, there's just no way you would do that during a pandemic. And so just trying to figure out how I could broaden myself to to a, a, a bigger reach. And so I remembered an item at market. And so I privately started uh, sharing that with um, some friends who jumped on board. And I'm totally cash flow. Uh, We don't have a business loan. We've chosen to work our business plan uh, differently than uh, what the fashion industry is totally used to. They're used to you going and putting thousands on a credit card and incurring huge debt. And we were just not about that. We had... um, uh, done th- things differently in our personal life years ago. And so when I opened Rabbit's Nest, I was not interested in a business loan. I do not have a credit card. Um, I do everything with cash flow. So when that abruptly stopped, uh, that just, um, you know, it was it was shocking. 
Um, and then it, it just put me uh, running to try to figure out uh, what to do next. And when I began to offer this item uh, online, uh, gosh, so many people just, I think my Bible study teacher, who's Tanya Dean, I have to give a big shout out to her, but I think she contacted all the Bible study group and said, I, I don't know if your mama needs it, your grandmama needs it, or you need it, but you're going to buy this bag. <laughs> <laughs> and so it started just this explosion uh, that really catapulted my cash flow to where six weeks of feeling like I have been holding my breath, I finally felt like I could breathe again. So you, you took advantage of online. Um, yes. But I think that I think the one thing we can count on and it, it I would imagine nine months from now, there might be a lot of babies. Uh, oh, yes. That's the good thing about when we're out for snow <laughs> and I'm figuring it's going to apply to a pandemic. Well, it, nine months from now are going to be quite nice. <laughs> but yes, networking, networking uh, and uh, online um, marketing has been key for me. And, and uh, Mimi? Over at uh, Melamimi's, how have you guys adapted, adjusted, tried to fight your way through it? Well, my business partner who's at the store now, we're still social distancing between ourselves as much as possible. So that's why I'm here today and not Melanie. I kind of think what the other two have said, when you um, have a small business, you're just kind of made of a different grain. You know, like you just have this fight instinct that you don't even know that you have. So I can remember we had our open house on Thursday, March the 18th. And, you know, a few days before that, the social distancing had started. The Monday after that, um, the city had closed um, businesses, you know, like ours to say non-essential, which we understood. But when it is your livelihood, you, you do find nothing to be non-essential, but you get it is is a pandemic. Well, I can remember when we had a great open house. Women weren't sure exactly what to do with that, but they were social distancing. It was all new. People really weren't even wearing masks yet. It was just so new on March the 18th. Um, so we survived it. It helped because we had just gotten a lot of new inventory in for spring. And by Thursday, Friday, I kind of felt like we had taken the lead of, let's say, Doug's Deli and other eateries. We were already offering portside. We, we have an old Victorian home off of downtown um, on East 8th Street. And we have a wonderful parking area in the back, but you can pull up. We have a porch in the back, a porch in the front. So we called it porch pickups, and we still do. And we would offer personal shopping, approvals. We, we are still making home deliveries, doing anything out of the box. Um, we always felt like we offered that one-on-one -on -one customer service, but it just was obviously ramped up to a different level since you know people could not come in. And um, I can remember Friday we were leaving. And I said, "Okay, Melanie, we're going to do a video." And she's like, "We're going to do a video." And I said, "I don't know what we're doing, but we're doing something." And we have got to get out there. I think things are starting to change. Before the city did announce that Monday evening that we were closing, we got such a strong response through um, people commenting on Facebook, Instagram, DMing, uh, DMing us, or sending us a text or calling. That we said, okay, this is what this is what we're going to be doing, and so all of a sudden, you know, Melly and I did not see this as something we would be doing. We would be modeling our own clothes to say, hey, this is what we have, and we work one day a week together ever since for the last six weeks. Um, even though we talk numerous times a day, when one is at home, life or off, 
know, I'm here doing or doing whatever needs to be done for the business. I know um, with Doug's Daily, Julie, um, who's a, a backbone, um, Doug's wife and um, Ben's mom, she's doing social media from home. You know, everybody pitches in and you do what you have to do. And like Lisa said, so many hours of trying to figure out, I mean, you just kind of felt like you walked around heavy headed between trying to make your business operate and trying to find out the guidelines, me bugging Jeannie to make sure we were not breaking any rules, doing what we were doing or putting out there what we were putting out there. And I just think that's why we were able to survive. And we were able to run our business in April as a baseline business after 22 years of being here in Rome. Our um, loyal customers made sure we were okay. Um, new faces to us reached out. That was what was incredible about that with social media. We felt like we already had a presence, but maybe people having more time at home and doing more like, oh, okay, somebody shared this or clicking on to something different. They found us and we have shipped packages all over America. Um, it's just been amazing. It really has. So I don't know what the future brings, except for us starting yesterday, we did, um, we are advertising that we are taking appointments so that women or gentlemen, we had a lot of gentlemen in on Friday and Saturday for Mother's Day, but they can have the store to themselves or being upstairs, downstairs, maybe one could be up, one could be down um, at the comfort level of each person. You know, I think it's just time to be kind to whatever works for each individual. Um, as they go forward into this um, new way for a while of living. We're right now social media and people entrusting us with wrapping up a gift. The Bowlings have entrusted us. Thank you. Jeannie has entrusted us. I'm putting approvals together. Lisa, I know you've had customers to do the same thing with you. So all that just um, has pulled us through and you just are thankful for those who find that you are important to be in this community. Jeannie, did she, did she bug you, Jenny? Jeannie? Mm-hmm. You're muted there, Jeannie. I've been bugging her since I was 14 years old. <laughs> okay. That's not true. But uh, I have great friends with Mimi's older sister, so it, we have fun now thinking of uh, the little sister. Um, but, um, you know, we felt like we did our jobs at the chamber, and we continue to do our job, and that is communicating out what the guidelines are for business and making sure we have all the resources and information on our website through our triage page and, you know, making calls to our, all the businesses we possibly can and just answering the questions. And it has been, um, you know, that saying drinking from a fire hose, that's what it's felt like for us. So I can't imagine for small businesses, you know, trying to learn and adapt as fast as you can in order to survive. And, um, you know, we talked about this early on, but to see, um, you know, Doug and Ben immediately, you know, turn around and, set up a drive-through for their restaurant <laughs> and Mel and Mimi to start fashion shows online where everybody's commenting and seeing and purchasing. And what I love is they'll have a message about something else and somebody will say, hey, you know that T-shirt behind you? Um, <laughs> I have it what I'm wearing. Okay, I can sell this too. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> easy. <laughs> and for, uh, for Lisa to find a brand new product that got everybody excited. And I think it, it speaks so well of our community. And I'd love for y'all to speak about this as well. Um, just our loyal community that, you know, wants to make sure that our small businesses survive. And I think it's, it, 
if some good come, I think there will be several good things to come out of this incredibly hard time. But I think one is to understand the the power of your purchase, so to speak, and that it helps save jobs and it helps sustain businesses. And so that's a message that's important to the chamber, but I, I just think it's incredibly important. And I, I think Ben could probably speak to this as well, just the day in and day out of, of seeing loyal customers. Yeah. Um, when we, um, <clears throat> when we started the uh, drive through um, the first week, it was pretty slow. Um, we didn't really have, <laughs> when we started it, we had talked about it like the weekend before. And, um, dad said, when you get in there Monday morning, set up a drive through we need to start at Monday. We're like, okay, yeah, sure. So we get in here Monday and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got started, it, dad. <laughs> yeah, we started talking through what that would mean. And we were like, okay, well, we need to communicate with people outside. So, all right, here's 20 bucks, head over to Aldi, pick up some walkie talkies. <laughs> and then they get back and we're like, all right, well, you got to go back. We need batteries. <laughs> <laughs> the first week I, I sat out there myself and I figured out how we would do this. Um, and then we had one of our employees come back. She'd been, she'd actually been overseas. Um, and because of all this, she had to come home and she was like, Hey, I need a job. And we were like, you're one of our favorite employees. So please come back. Uh, <laughs> so since she's come back, she's run our drive through basically every day. Um, except Saturdays. Cause you know, we're not really making her work over 40 hours right now, but, um, working outside, we, you know, we've, for the first couple weeks, it was, it was regulars people we see all the time. And then, uh, we decided, I guess as a family, we talked about, you know, there's a lot of information out there. You can, you can get on CNN and you can, you can hear all the doom and gloom. Uh, and I, the one thing that we don't want to see, I, I think that I'd seen other um, social media sites uh, just not really in Rome, but just other places. And they just wanted to, they, right when this started, it'd be the longest paragraph about COVID-19 and blah, 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 blah. And we were like, we don't want to do that. Like everybody gets it. Like everywhere you turn, that's all anybody's talking about. So we decided we were just going to do the sunny side of life uh, on our Instagram. And we've just kept it really light. Um, just kind of showing a lighter side of us, making us more uh, caricature-y, I guess. <laughs> and uh, singing and dancing and doing silly stuff. But um, our social media hits have like, 20 times since we've done that. And like, and I can see on our point of sale, returning customers, new customers, uh, and like our new customer numbers through the roof because it, we've just been able to reach people that, you know, it, it's a big building. It's got kind of dark, um, signage on the front. Like if you didn't really know about us, I, I know a lot of people that do the downtown thing know about us, but there's tons of people in Rome that are like, wait, you're Doug's. Are you Doug's in uh, Cartersville? Yeah. <laughs> no, Doug's <laughs> Dell in Rome. <laughs> uh, Y'all have done a wonderful job with your social media. Like you said, taking the sunny side of it. And I think that was the feedback we got was um, besides um, a couple of customers telling me I needed to be still because they couldn't see the clothes. I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> Well, this is not what I trained to do when I was 52 years old. Maybe you will live through a pandemic and you will have to model. But, um, but with that, I think it was a lighter message 
even if they weren't purchasing, maybe right. it was just the fact that it made them smile, you know, like, yeah. okay, right. if that's what, if that's what it takes, then that's, that's, that's good to be known for too. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I did a little video with our little teddy bear, which is the, you know, I'm a rabbit's nest shop, yes. but I have a teddy bear in my, in my uh, shop and all the kids just love on that teddy bear. So me and Teddy Bear sat on the sofa one day and we were telling everybody how much we missed them and we wished them well. And <laughs> That's great. But yeah. Jenny, uh, you are so right. The community, I have to, you know, I'm just being just so honest that, um, you know, there was a moment there that I felt so alone, so alone and um, didn't know which way to turn. And Jenny called me one day and she was talking with me. And just helped me so much. And then after, you know, this outpouring of love, which, you know, I'm sure multiple people did not need what I had, but uh, they bought it anyway. And these things are going to be shipping in the summer. So these people bought up front, paid up front, loved on us, and they're getting their product a little bit later. And that is what our community does. They have stepped up to help us survive. And, you know, thank you just does not seem to be enough. I don't know the words, um, but my heart is just overwhelmed because I do realize I'm not alone. This is a great, great community. And I love Rome. Mimi and I are supporting our little t-shirts here. And I promise nostalgic Rome mug which you're all going to be jealous of because you probably can't find these anywhere anymore. <laughs> well, the, you, she, love she was Rome. just, she was just, love, sh- love our community. Appreciate you, Jeannie, and all your support. Oh, yes. um, when you call me that day, you know, God sends you what you need. And Jeannie called me that day and gosh, she was just like exactly what I needed at that moment. And um, just really provided hope for me. Oh. And I appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, y'all are just um, so important to our community and to the landscape of our community and and most of all, who you are as people, you know, and, and that's that's the thing that, you know, I, I want everybody to remember. And, you know, when we talk about shop room, shop fluid, shop local, it's not that it's the catchy phrase or the T-shirt. It's about their real people. Here. And so we've really tried to, um, you know, drive that home is, you know, we want to make sure all these businesses that make Roman Floyd County so unique and so great survive through this. And so whatever the chamber can do, that's our job. And so Thomas may want to speak a little bit more to this um, just from his perspective. Yes. Uh, first of all, I just want to say uh, to all of our members um, and especially to you guys, um, I salute you for what you do. Uh, it's just fantastic just, just to watch uh, on social media um, what you do and um, how you guys cope with this situation. And uh, I was working uh, last night a little bit, and uh, my son and my wife, they were watching um, Mary Poppins, both of the movies. Um, and um, one one phrase uh, caught my attention, and I'm like, ooh. And it's like... Um, See the positive in everything you do, you know, even if it's a bad thing, just just see the positive. And I think you guys, um, you know, are really um, true to that message. You, you, you see a positive and you are business people. So, um, you know, to, to start up a business is not easy. You have to be a little bit crazy. 
<laughs> you have to be strong. You have to be a fighter. And that's that's what I see with you. And you have to be creative. And I just think all of you guys um, are, are just a positive motivation to our business community. And uh, it's just absolutely uh amazing just to watch this and to uh to uh get the energy there and, and to, to spread this to our business community out there and um if we we at the chamber you know i'm, I'm still a, a chamber baby so to speak <laughs> uh i'm just uh learning uh, uh the drill but uh, we, we come up with some creative ideas we try to help you guys um our doors are always open and we are coming coming up right now this week uh it was in the business brief uh yesterday uh with a four-step ribbon tying um, program. So what we're going to do, um, we want to tell our community, our local community, uh, yes, uh, the business world is, is, is open again. Uh, everybody's back in business, even stronger. So what we're going to do to support you guys is um, we created some yard signs and uh, we'll drop them off at your business. Um, we'll take a picture and... Um, and it has like two ends of ribbons. And then uh, we encourage you to, to tie the ribbon, take some pictures, um, document it, send it to us. Uh, we put it on our social media. And um, then you guys just contact us and we come and uh, do a little ribbon cutting. And again, uh, we will capture that uh, in a little video or, or picture and uh, promote that um, program and uh, your business uh, online on our social media channels, uh, newsletters, and um, just to help you and just to keep our community thriving and uh, just come even out stronger out of this. Awesome. I have a surprise for you, Thomas. It's just a little surprise, but I'm bringing you a new business membership. Right before the uh, pandemic hit, I purchased Earthworks Pottery Studio, which I'm going to be your neighbor, Mimi. That is wonderful. Yes, I'm so excited. That's very exciting. Yeah, so I am, um, they will be official members now, Thomas. So I got to come see you (laughs) or you got to come see me. Fantastic. So we got to do a little street party because I I just lived up the road there. So uh, (laughs) awesome. uh, get the uh, goodies out, uh, you know, and uh, Uh, that's awesome. Welcome. Welcome to the neighborhood. A little ribbon cutting, Little, little ribbon cutting. That's yeah, right. yeah. Right. Well, oh, that's like the little one. If you, if you become a member, you get the big one. You get so, the big one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, you got a big one and a little one coming up. Yes. Well, I want to have a gallery where you can come purchase and uh, highlighting local artists. They don't have to be potters, but I have, have a gallery open every day so you can come get a handmade product. Fantastic. Fantastic. I want to to circle back around to something that you all touched on, and it's interesting. My background is television and radio, and I have noticed if this had happened 20 years ago, it has been interesting to me how television news would have adapted, uh, because right now when you watch news, everybody's broadcasting from their homes, and they're making it work with with the internet and, and monitors behind them. I mean, people are doing weather from their homes, and it looks like they're in their studio. (laughs) <laughs> but but everybody is known about social media and so you've adjusted to use that in more creative ways to reach out to your customers there at the deli you guys have put in a drive-through as you've adjusted are there any things that you've had to come up with like that through the pandemic that are so effective you're going to keep them 
that you're going to keep doing it this way because you have tapped into something you might not have done before. Like, like is the drive through going to stay at the deli guys? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's been huge. I mean, you know, when we, the first week it was, it was figuring it out. And, um, but now, uh, it's taken about two or three weeks and our sales are basically what they were before. And we're not even open inside. So we're doing what we were doing before just in the drive through. And I think that we're finding that people, <clears throat> I think what we've realized is, um, when, when people do a phone in, uh, they do a phone in order trying to find a parking spot. We only have, I think 14 parking spots and, um, half the time people are parked there and they're not even in our restaurant. <laughs> so <laughs> I think that, you know, getting our food to people that don't have the time to come in and eat it. Um, I think that we've, we've always talked about how can we figure that out? And now that I think our phone ends are going to just stay as high as I'm probably, we're not going to do what we're doing right now through the drive through once people can come in and eat. But I do think they're going to be probably double, possibly triple what we were doing before because People don't have to figure out how to find a parking spot. Don't have to stop and get all their kids out of the car. You just pull into the drive-through, pull on to the other side. We bring your food out. You don't even have to get out of your car. Which yeah. is great for even people like Melanie or I, because we love to eat at Doug's, but we don't take lunch breaks. So we're usually running and, like you said, trying to find a parking place. I like to park illegal just to get in there and get out. So <laughs> but maybe I don't have to do that anymore. I'm like, I think my car will squeeze in right here for 10 minutes. <laughs> That's me. I do the same thing. <laughs> oh, great. We're going to also, also keep, um, even though I, I tell you what, I've really been stretched through this whole thing with all this uh, this dancing on Instagram and, and, <laughs> and, and all these uh, stimulus packages that we've done. You have done great. Very clever. <laughs> they, they are. They, they really are. And I ha- we have to give uh, that. That's probably one of the greatest things that we did from the onset of this whole thing is we we decided that what are our gifts? What are our talents? And so then we we started looking at and, and you came up with dancing. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> we came up with. We can keep it light. We can. I understand. I think we're funny-ish. <laughs> funny-ish. You're funny. That's a better word. <laughs> funny-ish. Because the better word might be. <laughs> but you, you, you were trying to maximize. You were trying to maximize positivity. Right. We we That's are, and and that, and and just like Lisa said, there there's been there was some dark days at the beginning, and and um, we just decided that. As a family, we're not gonna we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna go yeah. there, even though we were feeling bad and things weren't going great. When this first hit, we probably um, we took at least a fifty percent hit um, with sales, and then we ended the thirty day period. So let's just say a month, we ended it up only down twenty percent for as last year's figures. So that was really good for us to be able to do that much business and to make up that much ground. Especially considering the 20% that we had lost was only catering because nobody's catering. So right. That, that was really yeah. all we had That's lost. That's amazing. Yeah. So that is awesome. So you're you're face to face at the at the deli itself, be it drive through or uh, is is basically held on, held tight because of the implementation. Right. Now you you, you your your patio is open and you're slow. Yeah, open. You're slowly trying to get the inside going we again. Are. 
Yeah. This week we're going to open the inside um, as far as just really the front part of our inside. And the doors are already wide open now. It just creates a good airflow through and um, it's wreaking havoc on our air conditioning now that it's going to be able to create. But it also, it, it, I think one of the things that we realized through this whole thing is what can we do that is going to bring, continue that trust that all of our customers have with us anyway. And so what can we do? And so we knew we were going to have to go with masks um, to, cause all the food service have to do that. And so we got really clever and <laughs> We decided that we were going to take a, a, a little um, snapshot from Mel and Mimi and, mm-hmm. and from Lisa and have real fashion. Uh, <laughs> we were, if we're going to have to wear it, it's going to have to be fun. It's going to have to be really, you know, high fashion. So yeah. well, we expect order. nothing less down there. Right. For those, yeah. Yeah. For those of you, for those of, our, uh, for those of you listening to the podcast, for those of you listening to the podcast, could you just describe what you held up to us on Zoom? Because the people listening, yes, I, I held up, I held up a mask, and the fabric on it uh, has sandwiches. Um, <laughs> well, that's that's clever. A bunch of different kinds of sandwiches. So <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, Roger. One of the things that we uh, tried to do over this time, and that we'll continue to do, is uh, we revamped our uh, well, we tried to beef up our online when we saw the direction everything was going. We just uh, just started ramping up the online. We have a little bit of presence, but, you know, it takes a lot of time to get everything in there. And so we've ramped that up. And then in the course of the six weeks, we decided to switch systems to where our brick and mortar will talk to our online. So we don't have to go in and update one when we sell from the other. So uh, that's been quite the undertaking, but we will definitely have continue the online presence and um, having a, a system that works together to, um, you know, it just helps us to be more efficient with our time. And just like Doug said, the safety that you guys have practiced, I think the one thing on Friday when people got the, you know, all clear that you can move about again, except for those, you know, that are in health situations where they shouldn't. The first person that came in, you know, I was so elated and I was like, oh, I'm so excited you're here. And, you know, you ventured out and she said, oh, I knew uh, coming here, I was going to be safe. If she said anywhere else, she said, I'm not going everywhere. She said, I have selected where I'm going. And she said, I knew I would be safe here. And we have, we, we're wiping down after every customer, everything we touch, we're spraying where they touched and going out and doing the door handles. And uh, just, you know, it's just a lot of new protocols that need to be in place so that our customers feel safe and uh, that we, we stay safe as well. And I gave our workers the option of coming back this week and, and just told them that, you know, everyone is not observing the same practices. And, and it seems as though, uh, you know, some are easing it out of wearing the mask and being six feet apart. And I still feel like that's that's very important. Uh, but I wanted our our um, our team to know what they were coming into so that if they did not feel safe, uh, they were not required and uh, to to be there, and uh, so um, 
they've come on in and um, I think everybody has a little bit of cabin fever and I'm like, but we still got to be safe, you know? And so it's, it's working well for us. Uh, it's just a new, new set of protocols, new procedures. And, you know, I'm not so sure that we shouldn't have been doing a lot of this anyway. Um, you know, we, we, every year we face a terrible flu season and, just different little things that we could work on just to be a little safer as far as things, um, as far as things that can be um, transmitted. So uh, those are a few things that we're going to continue to do and um, that I feel like are very important to, for us to continue. Jeannie, do you, uh, do you feel like, I mean, nobody knows the future and not only have businesses adjusted, but customers have adjusted to how we go buy things and consume things. Um, has everybody kind of found their way a little bit, even though there's been an economic gut punch, are, are we, are we seeing the corner turned a little bit from the small businesses where people have found a way to, and the community has stepped up and helped, but are we, are we turning a little bit of a corner? I think we are. I think that um, even though there are some businesses that are still um, challenged through sure. this pandemic, you know, with, their sales, and that, you know, is from small to large, we are seeing the pent-up demand. We're seeing, um, you know, customers are ready to to eat out. They're ready to purchase um, those items. And so we are heartened by what we're seeing. Well, I want to go kind of go around the table here one last time to give everybody a final thought and maybe some contact information. So, uh, you know, a website or social, wherever you want people to go. Start with you, Mimi, just your final thoughts and how people can reach out and, and engage with you in business over at, uh, okay. over at Mel and well, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to Lisa and the Bowlings and, and every in the businesses that are not that we're kind of representing um, in our community. They're not here. I think everybody's been trying to find their way. And I've seen so many just do beautiful jobs, whether it be an eatery, a, a boutique, um, whatever your small business. That's just who I kind of relate to because usually you're um, you're you're in there. They you're the ones. The owners are the ones that are in there making it happen and um, and have done a beautiful job. So I hope this summer we're going to see change. Um, you can contact myself or Melanie uh, Melanie's um, at seven zero six two nine five four two zero three. We are located um, at 203 East 8th Street, and we're a really pretty old Victorian um, coral and till house, and we are on Instagram and Facebook, so um, you can even message us there as well, and we're there Monday through Saturday. Our doors have not, even though our doors were closed, we were open working Monday through Saturday during the whole pandemic. All right, Bowlings, last thoughts and contact information. How can people, you know, double check your hours and things like that. And when, when you might get the inside more open. Yeah. Um, so one thing that, um, I think Jeannie had just said was about, um, uh, customers adapting. Um, and one thing that we haven't even mentioned yet though, is that, um, we do our take home meals, the supper club. And that's another Avenue where we picked up a lot of, a lot in sales. Cause I, what you realize during this is a lot of people, restaurants closed, restaurants open. A lot of people don't cook. So, you know, that, they created, well, there was, it started with the Facebook page, the Rome curbside uh, page. And it, um, that's what started getting, uh, you know, who has the take home meals? Who, who can I go pick food from? 
pick pick food up from. Um, and we, we picked up quite a few, you know, normally when we do it, we do 15 to 20 names on the list for people picking up. Now we're doing 25 to 30 and uh, it's a ton of new names. So that's been really helpful to us, uh, helping us. Uh, and I think that that's something that's going to stay around because, you know, when you're, and everybody knows this, uh, Lisa and Mimi, but when you're, um, when you're running a small business, um, you don't really have a lot of time to figure out how to fix things in while you're running the small business. Anyway. That's right. <laughs> while it's a dream to think, oh, it'd be great to add 10 names to our supper club. Well, until a pandemic hits and you have to have those 10 names added to your mm-hmm. supper club, you're not going to figure out how to do that. So that's helped us. And I think that, you know, we've been able to fine tune a couple things. But if you want to uh, reach out to us, our phone number is 706-235-1662. We do delivery orders. If you want to email us, delidowntownrome at gmail.com. Five orders or more will deliver it anywhere in Rome. Uh, And then if you want to see our supper club menu, it's uh, uh, dougsdelidowntown.com. What about our ever very popular Instagram page? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Doug's Deli Downtown. Um, I'll be giving free lessons on dancing. So if you, (laughs) you know, I think we should have a dance off across the street at some point. (laughs) I've seen your moves. I don't know. Doug, from what I've seen, they, they probably shouldn't be free. You should probably pay people to, Uh, I'm glad we do that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I it's, agree with you. It's fun. Ma- maximizing positivity. Lisa, contact information for Rabbit's Nest. And final thoughts? Yes. Kudos to all my uh, brother and sister businesses. Um, y'all have been an inspiration to me for sure. Um, and Doug, why would anybody want to cook when they can get the food <laughs> as good as it is at Doug's? Thank you. Yay. I mean, I don't even want to try to match it. It's just yummy. <laughs> but we are on Facebook and Instagram, rabbitsnestofrome.com. We are doing, uh, for those that are not comfortable venturing out, still doing the curbside pickup. Uh, we have a hallway where people can pick up things there. We have a back uh, hall as well. Uh, right across from the Hawthorne Suites uh, that people can pick up from there as well. So we're just trying to make shopping as easy um, for whatever comfort level you feel like is best for you at this at this point in time. And uh, hey, we'll do whatever it takes. You just tell us what you need, and we'll get it. <laughs> And and Thomas, uh, this this uh, this ribbon cutting thing. How can people reach out to you directly? Follow up on that. Well, you can send me an email at tkislat t k i s l a t at romega.com. So just send me an email, or you know, just 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 go go to the website. Um, it's always hard to uh, keep up with phone numbers over the phone. Um, just go to Rome, Georgia, or Google the Rome Chamber. And um, a few clicks, you'll find me. My door is always open to our members or future members. <laughs> Give me a call. Send me an email. Um, let's sit together. Let's brainstorm. And um, let's, let's figure this thing out, how we, how we uh, get back and um, prosper, come out prosper from this um, uh, kind of unique situation. I like the word prosper. Jeannie, final thoughts from you and, and this crowd, yeah. this group that you assembled for the the, the small business well, spotlight today. 
Just my thanks to each of you for spending some time with us today. Um, you're all leaders in the community and the questions you ask me or the things you do help lead others. And um, it prompts, you know, um, answers to questions that a lot of people have. So um, that's what we're here. We're here to serve our business community and we want to do that well. So um, keep those thoughts and ideas coming and you can email me jkrieger at roomga.com or you can call me at 706-291-7663. But again, um, you know, we just want to always emphasize and underscore the importance of shopping in Rome. It's real people right here. And um, it really helps sustain business and save jobs. So thank you, Roger, for this time today. Oh, thank you, Jeannie. Thank you. Appreciate everybody's time. Thank you all for participating. This has been the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight on Rome Business Radio. I'm Roger Manus. Our studio is sponsored by Hardy Realty, and we work in partnership with the Rome News Tribune. Thanks for listening.